Hey, have you heard about popcultureclassroom.org? Pop Culture Classroom inspires a love of learning, increases literacy, celebrates diversity, and builds community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. That sounds awesome. Pop Culture Classroom envisions individuals transformed by the educational power of pop culture who create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities, and they bring us Denver Pop Culture Comic Con. So... That's why you get these panels, these guests, these interviews, all of this programming that we offer through the BAC network. Other things that Pop Culture Classroom gives a shit about, quality service to kids and communities, respect, inclusiveness, and diversity, equality of opportunity, alternative approaches to education, recognizing each person's intrinsic dignity and importance, that's always good, and open communication, responsibility, and honesty. Does it sound like I'm reading that off their website? It's because I am. I want to get it right, because they deserve to get it right, and they deserve to have you go to their webpage, popcultureclassroom.org, and donate so that they can keep on trucking with their awesome mission to change the world through pop culture and literacy and education and etc. So I'm gonna skip that portion. Okay. That takes out like 20 minutes of my set for this. Okay. So are you, are you Robin? No, you're not Robin. Dread Pirate Roberts. That yes. was the Rob you were looking for. Thank you. No, I'm a, I'm a cosplayer too, and I was trying to get my Agents of Shield together, but I just didn't have the time. That's alright. Yes. But no. Uh, and how has the con treated you so far? Have you experienced much? I, amazing. I mean, I always love coming to conventions because. Um, 
the fans, of course. You guys make me, you know, feel so welcomed, and, and then you cry in front of me, and I didn't even slap you or anything. Um, and uh, so I've learned to bring candy for those who get hungry and tissue for those who cry. And, um, and I'll bring my spank paddle next time. Fantastic. <laughs> she missed my email, she says. No, but we're so happy to have you, and it's, it's amazing to meet you, just seeing you come up. It's, it's, it's not only my childhood, but my life right now, my passion, my pop culture. You are such a symbol, right? It's amazing to have you. So my goal is to get to questions as soon as possible. So I'm gonna ask one more question, but we have some volunteers with microphones. Volunteers, raise your hands. And so you line up with them if you have a question, because I think the best moderators in the business talk the least. So, with my question though, is uh, you are so many things, but first and foremost to me, Mulan. And Agent May. That's right. What's, how do you approach these different characters as a voiceover actor and then an on-screen actor. What's the difference in that process? Is there, is there a difference? Um, it, there's no difference as far as uh, trying to prepare for a character, trying to create, um, you know, her cadence or her... That, that's all the same. You know, you're just trying to understand the emotion of the character. It's a little bit more difficult when you're doing animation because you don't have a set, you don't have costumes, you don't have other actors really, you have a reader in the room to uh, work off of. Um, but it's really easy in the sense that you don't have all those things, so you don't have to worry if you have a big pimple on your face, you don't have to worry you know, about your hair, if you're having a bad hair day. Um, but uh, you know, with Agent May, the only real, real tough change would be uh, all the fight scenes that I have to do. Right. But with Mulan, I just have to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> with Agent May, I actually have to do it. Yeah, so you're not in the audio booth, just actually kicking out the ninja for, for Mulan. We're riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, like I said, I'm sure you all have better questions than I do. So we're going to start over here on the left. With our Put yourself question. down. That was a great question. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. No, I, I, should, I should rephrase it even better. Okay. They've been thinking about this even more than I have. Hi. That will be the Netflix, uh, HBO version <laughs> of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or the European version, I don't know. <laughs> they were holding hands. Not for cable TV. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. And that's the thing. Do you have any spoilers you want to release upon us? Or? Don't use that word, release, after that. <laughs> See, now that was your only chance. You don't get to ask about. It's really getting intense. It's getting very intense. We're gonna go to a question dead center. You guys know I'm very naughty, right? <laughs> from all, from all my tweets and stuff. Yeah. That's it. But it's all innocent. We're familiar. Hi. Hi. So I'm, like, I'm like freaking out. 
had a little because I'm like, holy crap, I'm in the same room as a Disney princess right now? Wait, 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 wait. Not just a Disney princess, but a legend. I don't know, I'm sure some of you know, but um, Disney has bestowed upon me um, the, the title of a Disney legend. And uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like a geek girl's rock and roll hall of fame. Okay, so I'm pretty excited. All right, go ahead. So a couple years ago, a couple years ago, I wrote a paper about the evolution of the Disney princess and how it relates to uh, gender stereotypes pertaining to women. So I was just kind of wondering um, how you think you've had an impact on that as Mulan, and like how you've seen that. I really believe that Mulan was one of the very first Disney princesses. I mean, she really wasn't a Disney princess, if you, if you think about it. She was just a girl in a village, um, and she became a woman warrior, which is also not the trend, I think, of uh, Disney princesses at the time. They were more or less damsels in distress. Um, and it was really wonderful to have a character that was able to not need a man to save her. In fact, she saved the, the guy. And, and uh, you know, and, and came into her own discovery of what her self-worth is and what she was capable of doing. Um, so I think, and also, you know, she did dress up as a boy. And I think that had a, 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 a kind of like uh, an unexpected but wonderful impact for a lot of people of the LGB, um, I'm missing a letter. T. T, thank you. I got you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, uh, you know, um, community as well, and I think it's, it's wonderful that there has been a Disney uh, pr princess slash warrior that has been able to, you know, cross a lot of boundaries and open, actually not cross, but just opened up a lot of um, different aspects of what a woman can be. Awesome. Great question. Now I'm gonna be over here on the right. Aw, hi, what's your name? the name, sorry? Caitlin. <gasps> Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. How do you pretend to be Milan? Uh, well, here's a funny story. Um, when I was cast as Mulan, I thought because I had to, I was like in my early 20s, and I thought, I'm, oh, I'm playing a, like a 16, 17-year-old girl. So I put my voice up almost as high as yours when I did the first recording. And, uh, and the director said, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm being Mulan. <laughs> and they're like, ah. They're excited that you're Mulan. And uh, um, wow, what the heck? That's um, so you have to be louder than that when we yeah. end this. Just remember that. And, uh, and the director said, no, we hired you for your voice. And we, we love your voice. So basically, I just used my voice to be Mulan.
See, I don't know if I made a mistake or did exactly what I needed to do. Wonderful and great question, Caitlin. Thank you. We're gonna come back over to the left here. Hi. Hi. Mars, my absolute favorite Disney princess out of all the Mine too! <laughs> How was it being the first Disney princess to do a, a heroism to become a Disney princess? Mm. I don't know. I think it felt, it feels really good, you know, that they that she was so bad at um, bad but. <laughs> okay, <Blue. laughs> it's okay. A mom says it's okay. You know that, that she was so badass that she could be um, just like inducted. They they wanted her to be part of the princess club. Yeah. Thank you. Great question. Literally, like I said, opening those boundaries. Hello, um, my name is Bam. And, Hi. Uh, my question is, what are your thoughts on Asian representation in Hollywood? Oh boy. Let's see, how much time do we have? Um, I think, you know, I mean, I've been in this business for, for free. Long time. Um, you know, Mulan is, what, 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, 20 yeah. years old, so. I was 10. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, it's always a, sometimes a stop and go situation, but I feel like right now, um, you know, I was there when Joy Luck Club happened, and we, thank you, and we thought that was going to be, a, you know, a great stepping stone, and it didn't, it wasn't really. So hopefully with Crazy Rich Asians now, you know. It, it, it will be, it, it's, it's global now. And I think with China being such uh, an important aspect of the economic equation, uh, you'll be seeing more Asian representation. I'm just glad I'm still hanging around for it, so. <laughs> closest and best best friend it, she started off as an intern on that show and she became a producer um, she's godmother to my uh, my my daughter uh, and and some of the cast members I, I keep a peripheral you know like a hello here and there but it's it's really hard because I live in LA now and a lot of them still reside in New York but uh, yeah, you know, like Eileen Fulton, and I mean, she'll always be grandma to me. So yeah, yeah, and Tom, Tom for sure, he's wonderful. And Hillary, yeah. <laughs> See, I first knew you from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, that's all. <laughs> Where do you live, right over here? Okay, so as being a really big fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what was your favorite episode of film? in the seven years. <laughs> um, that's a tough one. I, I think I, I'll always be fond 
most of uh, the pilot episode, only because it's the birth of Agent May and Fitzsimmons and, you know, Sky Daisy slash Quake. Um, I, I think, uh, um, oh, and of course, <coughs> Ward. <laughs> Poor Ward. Um, but uh, I, you know, I think that will always be my favorite, only because it was the beginning of a very long, happy run. Awesome. Great question. Hi. Hello. My question is, what was your favorite scene in the Mulan movie? In the Mulan? Yes. Ooh, um, so many. I think her moment with her father, uh, when she's sitting there feeling really, really um, sad about herself and feeling like she's failed and um, because of the whole matchmaker situation going awry. Uh, and, the, and her father sat with her and, and, you know, basically told her that she wasn't. You know, that sometimes it just takes a little longer for her flower to blossom. I don't quite remember the full line right now because I'm on three hours of sleep. But, um, you know, the, the um, anyone remember that line? Um, anyway. yes. Is beautiful, thank oh, bless we, you. Denver's got you. Bless you. But basically, you know, I think it's what every child wish their parent would do instead of criticizing them and putting them down is to make them feel lifted in their hour of need. So, that, and that in saving China. <laughs> Great question. Little Mermaid, Ariel. Yeah, I think she really like was the first one that kind of, yeah. you know, started up the whole Disney legacy for for all of us. So I love her, and I love her songs as she sang. Um, and let's see, I guess Frozen now too, right? Were they princesses? Yes, yes. they were. Yes. One's yes. now a queen. Yes, that's right. But yes. You go over and above with these answers. You could have just picked one. It's hard. It is. Right? It's hard to pick a favorite. Hi. Oh, hi again. <laughs> yeah, Sierra, you know my name. But um, I was just wondering, so I'm an aspiring voice actor. Okay. Do you have to be an actor to do voice acting? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can just do voice acting. But you're still an actor because you're, you know, you have to act and portray uh, a character. Um, I mean, if you're just doing voice work for commercials, but I mean, I think that all encompasses into being an actor. So, but good luck with it. Yeah, always follow your dream. All right. Yeah. Always. to do all of your shield scenes in heels, and would you ever want to do them in flats? Um, uh, not easy. 
And the first season I was such a ding dong because I, I thought I had really high heel boots on and I thought I had to wear it in every single scene. And I think it wasn't until, you know, I was feeling really tired of that, that in season two, they're like, well, for the fight scenes, you can wear flats. I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> so yeah, for the fight scenes, I, I, I switched to flats and you know, we move so fast, you can't tell. Maybe I'm a little shorter, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah it's not easy. Great question. I wish I was taller. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, what was the most surprising twist for you in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like... Oh, when Ward was Hydra. Oh. For sure. We were all pretty heartbroken about yeah. it. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, it gave Brett Dalton a, an incredible arc to work with, uh, with his character, but it, it, it was really rough because, you know, it was like having a family turn and, and it wasn't his choice, you know, it was the writer's choice, but yeah, that was a big one. Did you, did you have much warning about that? No. No. So you experienced it like the characters did. No, what did. happened was we were given these red pages there were redacted pages because red, like you can't, you can't uh, photocopy red paper, I guess. I don't know why. But, um, and we all sat in Elizabeth's trailer um, because hers was the cleanest. <laughs> Those threads. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and we read the, the, that scene together. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So you felt it with the characters. Like, oh yeah, yeah, we really did. And, and I remember like, Chloe was like, uh, she said, I kissed you! <laughs> and then I was like, well, I... <laughs> okay, <dear>. so, <laughs> But anyways, yeah, it was a real surprise. Yeah, Alright, yeah. let's move Next on. Question. Welcome to Denver. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to know, um, as an actor, you often have to pick up skills for a role. Right. What has been the coolest skill that you've gotten to learn for a role? The coolest? Uh, I mean, stunt fighting is pretty cool, for sure. Um, I mean, I knew some from doing Street Fighter as Chun-Li. You know, that's obligatory. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think we all have the Blu-ray at home? It's a good drinking game. Drinking movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, there, I'm trying to think what other skills I had to learn. I had to learn to rollerblade one time because I lied about being able to rollerblade. <laughs> to get the part, and then once I got the part, I had to confess to, of all people, Robert Altman at the time. And he said, I knew. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome, great question. Hi. Uh, so, amazing meeting two Marvel people in two days, Sean Gunn yesterday. My I know, don't you love him? He's so sweet. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, you're such an open person, you're so bubbly, you're so out there. How hard was it for you to be as serious as Agent May was? Oh, this is an act. 
It's for you. It's for me. Yeah. with a live audience and what I take away from Twitter and Instagram is having that opportunity to know your reaction pretty much immediately you know when the show's airing when you guys are live tweeting and stuff and uh, so I kind of associate social media with that it's just another opportunity like the conventions here to connect with the fans because that's why I love my job is not just so much for the acting and some actors don't some actors are very shy or very introverted and they don't want they, they they're afraid of that you know interaction or whatever it is that makes them not feel comfortable with it but because I guess I'm from you know the theater world I, I'm very, very happy to to know, you know, that we're making a connection, that we're relating with each other and inspiring each other, and, you know, because that's that's what life should be about. So. Very cool. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Great question. Hi there. Hey there. So my question to you is, with Clark, Elizabeth, and Mark, Mark Kolpak stepping into the director's role, right. what are the chances of us seeing you directing an episode of Never. <laughs> no, I should never say never. Um, you know, they've actually really inspired me quite a bit. Um, it was something I thought of wanting to do in, a long time ago, but um, it was a very daunting task. Because when you're on set with 200 people and you're on a really, really tight schedule, and with television work, you know, most movies, like, they do half a page to a page a day, and they're like, <gasps> you know, and they take forever setting. Um, we do between six to eight pages a day. You know, it's insane, the schedule. And so you either, like, have to keep 200 people going and happy and working together or piss them all off. You know, <laughs> and I just don't need that pressure in my life, but I don't know, I, I'm thinking about it. I like producing though, so hopefully. But good question. Oh, I, I, I you beat me to it. I beat you to it. It's not only mine. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Hi, my name is Yiling, and I want to know in the Joy Luck Club, could you relate to how June felt? like being compared to Waverly all the time and being a disappointment to her mom because it's I certainly could and it struck a chord with me. Oh wow. Um, did you guys hear that question? A little bit. Um, I played this character June in the Joy Luck Club. Um, also I was only ten. Um, the the concept was that June was sort of always more um, uh, shy and, and 
not very confident and Waverly was always taught to her her friend growing up was always taught to like be competitive and you know always be number one and so June always felt very very inadequate and less uh, compared to Waverly um, and ultimately once again I think it's that moment in Mulan where her mom was the one that lifted her up and said that she's proud of her and this this line always makes me tear up because it's sort of like kind of like my mantra in life you know she said to uh, June she said you know because June just felt like she's failed her mom each and every time and and then her mom passes away and that's what the whole movie's about but anyways um cut to the quick so her mom says to June, you took the worst quality crap. Because that line right there, and if you don't know the movie, go see it. Um, she always think of other people before she thinks of herself. And that's what her mom was most proud of, was that she was willing to always take the worst crap and let everyone else have the best crowd. And that gave her the best quality heart. Always makes me tear up because that's what life is, right? It's about having the best quality heart. Now I'm tearing up. Oh, it's so lovely. Hey. Hello. Um, so my name's Chris. Um, I'm Chris. Actually, like for me, the, the role that was most formative to me growing up was when you were Dr. Chen on yes. As a matter of fact, honestly, I don't, I don't think I would be finishing my first year at school had it not been for kind of getting those seats way back then. It wasn't your parents saying, you gotta no. be a doctor? No, not actually. Yes and no, but anyway. <laughs> but anyway. I, you know, it's always been a mystery to me that they didn't say what happened to your character after you buried your, you went to China to bury your father. So I just like want to know like what you hope Dr. Chen did after she left the show. She became Agent May. <laughs> so she used to, you know, heal people and take care of them, and now she just breaks their bones. <laughs> Head cannon accepted. <laughs> you heard it here first, Denver. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny. I always joke with my mom about that. I'm always like, well, mom, I was a doctor for five years. <laughs> so, you know, fulfill that wish of hers. <laughs> and then I saved China. <laughs> Overachiever. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So I was wondering um, which Mulan is your favorite, and also, which character do you like more, May or Mulan? Uh, I can't pick. It's like picking my favorite child. Yeah, only one question. Um, we'll leave it in the first one. Uh, the first one... I love Reflection. I mean, I think Leia Salonga sings it to perfection. Um, I also like, uh, I'll make a man out of you. It's such a good song! And Donny Osmond does an amazing job with it too. Yeah, and those are the two, my two favorites. Oh, although Stevie Wonder's one at the end credit is pretty damn good too. Oh gosh, I can't pick. 
<laughs> My karaoke cover is also pretty amazing. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's probably happening this Sunday now. because uh, we used my daughter's name, Michaela, and my la real last name, Wen, for the character. So she was Mich Senator Michaela Wen. She's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was, it's always fun to play, you know, a villain, a bad guy. Yeah, I like it. Good people. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Great question. We have about five minutes left. Oh, right. So, and time just flies when we're having fun. If you're not probably the first two people in your line, you probably won't get your question asked oh. this time. And I hate that, but I've got good news. You have a booth. I have a booth. And you can come see her at this booth. Okay. You can ask that question. But, oh, we have our next question right here. Oh, oh here. Oh, there. Everyone's pointing. Where? Which way? What? What? Make up your mind! <laughs> okay, um, so when I was growing up, I love all of your work, but when I was growing up, I was obsessed with I don't even love all my work. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I was obsessed with the art. It was my favorite thing in the world. And um, I was just wondering, what was your favorite part of doing that TV show? Um, just the people. Um, not only were our writers incredible, you know, but the cast was wonderful. Noah Wiley and um, Juliana Margulies. Um, um, why am I blanking on names? I'm so tired. Three hours of sleep, yeah. George Clooney, oh no. Who's he? <laughs> yeah, he was really like the best the best human being alive, you know? They're, they were all amazing. They, they were wonderful ones. I mean, Linda Cardellini, yes. just, yeah, really great people. And um, uh, yeah, that, that's it. You know, just getting to work with wonderful people and, and uh, the pace was amazing on that show. It was fun. Great, great question, thank you. All right, now. Hi. Hi. My name is Miles, Hi, and um, I was wondering, having been with Disney for Mulan, and then as Agent May for Marvel, um, can you talk about what the experience was when Disney acquired Marvel for you and uh, other actors that may have had this unique dynamic? Um. It didn't really, I mean, it didn't change anything, you know? It's just like any situation where suddenly you're part of Disney. <laughs> I feel like Disney's kind of stalking me a little bit, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Why are you obsessed with me? I know! Go away! Yeah, no, I, it, it's just, you know, it's just, that's a whole business aspect of it, but it doesn't change what we do as um in, on a creative level so but it's nice it's, you know i love disney so it's good even you know did you know joy luck club was also disney hollywood pictures was also and everything. 
That was in my Maybe I'm stalking Disney. Yeah, I was just saying. You've played your cards. All right, we're over here. Hi. Hi. My name is Melinda. So. Oh, what a great name. I love it. I think that Melinda May is a pretty great name, too. Yeah. Thanks. I just want to say that I appreciate everything that you've done. Oh, thank from, you. From, you know, saving China to everything that you do as, as Adrian May. But um, I just wanted to know what you do when you're not doing those two things. What do I not? When it, what do you do when you're not being what is What is it that you do when you relax and enjoy your day? Oh, um, well, that wouldn't be being a mom <laughs> or a wife or a daughter. Or <laughs> when I get that five seconds to myself. <laughs> oh, I don't, I mean, I, you know what I love right now what, that I'm obsessed with is um, I, 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 I do yoga and everything all that but bullet journaling who does bullet journaling is it not the best I am obsessed and if you don't know what it is look it up it's so cool but yeah I do that yeah. thank you so much and speaking of names did you know that Agent May was not Agent May to start her uh, original character's name was Agent um, Athea Rice. What? For real. So when they cast me, Marissa Tancheron, who's one of my executive producers, went, I don't think we can call her Agent Rice. That's a fun fact. <laughs> Definitional. All right, we got time for one more question only. We're going to try and go real quick, right here. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mulan, just by the way, and I was just wondering, between Cricket and Mushu, who is your favorite? Oh. You, guys, you guys are so sadistic. <laughs> you started it. Oh. Oh. I guess I'd have to say Mushu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he was a troublemaker. Yeah. You're gonna end it on that note? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, one more question, real briefly. It's gonna come from me, real quick. How was it to return to Mulan? Um, at, with, uh, with the, with the record off. Oh, right! It was so much fun. And I love um, um, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. Because uh, my daughter, Michaela, who I just mentioned, also voices uh, the, the uh, arcade girl in the very beginning. No kidding. So it's just, it's just wonderful to share an animation film with her. Yeah. But it's always great to be Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs to have a little Mulan in their lives. And that is a great place to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, Like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.